struggles, innovation, going all in, not holding back, mindset, being a leader, paving their own way, putting the real in real estate, listing legacies, selling luxury. You have the vault. Unlocking conversations in real estate today. We're live with the vault. I'm your host, Jessica Hastings Les Bronx, and let me introduce my co-host, Alexa Miller. Alexa, who do we have the privilege of talking to today? Hi, everyone. Hello, Jess. Welcome back. Uh, I'm very excited to welcome our guest today, Tina Kateri. Hi, Tina. Welcome to our podcast. We'll start with you just telling us a bit about yourself. Hi. Thank you so much for having me over. Thank you, Jessica and Alexa. My name is Tina Kateri. I'm broker of record at Shrine Realty Brokerage Limited. I migrated in Canada about 18 years ago, and I'm originally from India. The culture with full of culture, colors, festivals, and all the fun things that you can think about. I started my real estate career in year 2017, and I'm still thriving and working and achieving my goals. I have two daughters, one 12, another seven years old. What I love, love about the business is work-life balance and giving me the opportunity to achieve my goals. That's awesome. I love it. I'm so intrigued that you're originally from India because mm-hmm. I love everything there. The colors, everything's so bright and fun and mm-hmm. creative. I love that. Mm-hmm. So oh, tell yeah, for sure. Yeah. A little bit about um, how you came into real estate. Okay, so I have a little bit of, um, you know, story behind. From very young age, I had a dream to be an entrepreneur, a boss lady, to be my own boss and, you know, doing a business. I did not know what I'm going to do, but I had that dream. And I literally manifest that. Mm-hmm. Um, from coming from India, migrating in a new country, getting used to of culture, English being a second language. I had different challenges to, you know, be a successful um, career woman. Um, So I would say um, uh, when I came here, I started working as a outbound call center, you know, and where I learned a lot about sales and marketing. And eventually I got a job in the insurance company I did this job for a longer period of time, but that was not enough that I wanted to to be. Um, I started my business in a graphic design, you know, in about year 2005. And I got to know a few realtors through my other business. And I was doing it part time. And by getting, uh, you know, getting to know about the real estate business through my client and by developing a good connection with different successful realtors, I felt like this is something I could do. Um, apart from that, there was some change happening in my job at that point of time. So they were letting go of few employees for the loss of work. And um, I would say fortunately now that I was one of them. So I got a very good uh, you know, package pretty much for two years. I was pretty good. Um, I had my younger daughter uh, at that time, she was four and I was expecting with another child. So I took a step ahead and got into the business. I did a lot of my homework, uh, you know, meeting different agents to figure out how the business dynamic work. Um, And um, 
that's it. Like, you know, I started there and I'm so glad I made that choice. Um, I followed after the second delivery, I did my second course and the third course followed by that. So having two young children, I had a little bit of challenge to, you know, uh, reach where I wanted to be. But uh, obviously nothing stopped me. And I still remember my initial couple of showings were accompanied by my newborn baby in her car seat. I managed my time pretty well at that point of time. And uh, and yeah, that's how I got into the business. Wow. I love it. It's so impressive when somebody migrates to a new country and and starts a business. Like goes like, all in. Yeah. Yeah. It takes a lot of guts to do that. So kudos to you. Yeah. And I love how you call yourself a boss lady because hands too. down, it's my favorite. <laughs> um, yeah, for sure. So did you say you started, what year did you start real estate? In 2007. 2007. Okay. And um, so you're a broker of records. Sorry, 2000, 2017, not seven. 2017. Okay. Yeah. So that's, that's not that long ago. Can you tell us um, kind of how you got into that position and, and uh, a little bit of background on that? Yeah, so initially I started as a realtor. Uh, obviously, I was practicing full time and I started my career with a small brokerage. Uh, and the reason why I started in a small brokerage was I loved the collaboration, like mm-hmm. less people, but good team collaboration. Everyone, everybody's there to support each other. I loved the mentorship at that point of time from my my broker of record. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how I got into the career beginning. Okay. Um, initially, a couple of years, I worked as a realtor and I took a broker license and I practiced as a broker license as well. But eventually, like I mentioned, you know, I wanted to be an entrepreneur. You know, I knew I had the skill of leadership management and overall, I'm a thriving person. You know, I like challenges. I like to grow. And I like to learn as I grow further. So what I did was after a couple of years and having a good experience, achieving few results in my business, I took a step ahead. And I uh, launched my brokerage in the year 2022, February 2022, so almost two years by now. And uh, yeah, I took a step ahead as a broker of record. So right now I'm active agent. I'm practicing full time as a broker, realtor. At the, at the same time, I'm managing director of my brokerage. And um, by as a broker of record, I did uh, work a lot towards other skills, for example, leadership, management, uh, collaborating with different team members, having a, you know, training an assistant, marketing team. So a lot of things we worked uh, behind the scene. Um, and um, that's where I am right now. And what I feel as a broker of record, uh, and that's kind of slogan I'm using for my brokerage as well, it's just the beginning of endless possibility, um, which means now that you are in, you are at certain level and you can just grow and multiply by five, by 10. And it's just endless. In our business, I would say, uh, people say sky is the limit for the business, I always say it is above and beyond the sky. It's up to you how much you can inhale and grasp, but you can just keep going. Yeah, yeah. so true. Yeah, we were just chatting about that with the other guests, how it's just anything's possible in real estate. There's no ceiling, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, So starting your brokerage from scratch, can you you talk a little bit about how 
you did that? Like, where did you get your agents? How many agents do you have under you now? So I have um, active seven agents, including myself. So it's still a growing brokerage. Um, so obviously the number one challenge was how do I get started? And it took me about a couple of months to figure it out. It's a bigger step that I was taking towards launching the brokerage. Um, but anyways, I uh, it was about time. So for me, uh, goals is one thing and execution is another thing. And I literally thought to myself, if I don't do it now, then when am I going to do it? Uh, so I just took a step ahead. I um, got my name, got, got everything registered behind the scene, um, got an admin in place. So training and admin was another challenge. And I was like, it doesn't matter what, how far I go, like whether I have couple of agents joining me or no, I I knew what I'm bringing on table. So I started my brokerage just by myself and then admin. And then less than a few months, I had few agents joining in. Um, they more came to, to my brokerage to learn from me, like more of a mentorship help that they needed. And that's the service I'm providing right now as well to all my to all my agents. So it's a growing brokerage and uh, obviously uh, navigating the path was not that easy. Being a full-time realtor is one thing and uh, being a managing broker is another thing. Mm -hmm. um, and um, obviously I had a few challenges at that point of time, more of a learning um, how to uh, leverage um, and then show what I'm offering um, and then uh, providing a full support to all our agents and uh, having a full marketing team, having your presence out there on the media. Everything is important. It's not just buying and selling. It's a lot of job to, to gather when you're running an office, accounting, management, bookkeeping, all of that. So that. So obviously I had the challenges and we over overcome with that. And in terms of how we are hiring or how agents are joining us, right now, everything is very organic. Uh, so agents came, you know, reach out to us. I'm providing them, I'm showing them what I'm offering at the brokerage. And it's more like, you know, it should fit uh, an agent too. So some people are, they always look for a big brand brokerage and that's okay, there's nothing wrong with it. I personally feel your business is your, your client will come to you with your name, right? And uh, it, your client will deal with you and you you know how to tackle your clientele. So overall, you are the you are the leader of your own business. Mm -hmm. What brokerage can offer you is a support, right? So if you if you yes, if you get a support system with you, if you are stuck somewhere, you should know where to reach out and who would be the right person to reply you on that. And that's a bigger gap that I, I fear in, uh, you know, a lot of different offices too. So my more main goal as a broker of record is to bridge the gap and provide the support to our agent um, at, at, at the same time, giving them the tools to be very independent. You know, so I don't want my agents to be fully dependent on the brokerage or on the admin. They should know the basics. They should know how to draft an offer. Most of our works work are after hours, like evening and weekend. So getting yourself an independency is very much important. So that's kind of service we are providing at the brokerage, that full training, marketing support, and uh, helping agent to reach their goal. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Love it. I love it. Yeah. 
so what would you say, I mean, you're already a broker of record, you have your own brokerage. What would, what would you say some of your future goals are? Uh, multiply, you know, so definitely uh, I reached one goal. I wanted to be a broker of records and uh, wanted to own a company and now multiply that. So right now I'm uh, located in London, Ontario and uh, practicing full time here, having a very good uh, business. Uh, in in London, uh, and excel that in different different cities. We are already working in different uh, city like Mississauga, Brampton, Oakville, uh, Stratford, Saint Thomas, all of that all of that area. But now growing further than where we are right now. So the future goal is to have different uh, franchisee and having my brokerage name out there. Uh, which is Shrine Realty Brokerage, and uh, providing a bigger support and a channel uh, to all the agents um, to to be successful. Um, so multiplication is very leverage, you know, multiply them and leverage. And uh, uh, that is a bigger goal right now on the brokerage level as a broker of record. Yeah, I love it because we're taught to leverage. So if anyone's listening out there, we've talked about this a lot. So what Tina is mm-hmm. doing is leveraging her systems and models. And then mm-hmm. that whole scale is leveraging, you know, and empowering others to come on board and share your vision. And I love mm-hmm. that. Because when you look at your background, Tina, you know, you have your insurance company, graphic design, um, you know, you're pregnant with pregnant and had a four-year-old. All those things are very interesting how they all contributed to where you are now. Mm-hmm. It's pretty neat staging, right? That's That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So education wise, if you ask the background, I have done um, diploma in multimedia and I have the bachelor's of commerce degree. I did try different, uh, uh, you know, small business in the past uh, uh, and then have a very good family here coming from different country, learning as you go, grow tried job at two different uh, companies as an insurance uh, company and even in an outbound call center. So the background is like, you know, it's a full package and it's never ending. Um, And in terms of career, if I talk specifically in the real estate, um, uh, by far, like a journey has been very different and very challenging, starting from a realtor to broker of record, right? So um, we learn a lot as we grow. Uh, Breaking first eyes is very important, how you start off. And getting through is very much important, uh, putting your deals together, building your clientele and all of that. Yeah, I love it. What What is your experience being a broker record, would you say right now? Like, are you the one managing, you know, any errors and anything, you know, managing Rico or kind of what does that look like right now for you? Yeah, I'm managing Rico. So the way our system is in place, we have our admin support uh, and the marketing support. So they are doing more like a back-end work. Um, but I myself, I'm looking after the deals. Uh, our brokerage is pretty busy brokerage. Uh, even though the market was down last year, 2023, uh, we had very good transactions throughout the year, even with uh, you know minimal agents, uh, if, I, if I say that. Um, so, but my role is going through the deal. So once the agent submit the deal, uh, I make sure everything is as per compliance, giving a quick glance. And if it is not reaching out to the agent uh, to make sure the right signatures are in place, 
um, and then uh, meeting the rigor of compliance. We also have a bookkeeper on uh, in our board who takes care of all the accounting and reconciling part of it. Um, so my role is more like a managing and making sure all the channels are working properly, accounting, admin work, uh, marketing work, uh, so making sure everybody's doing what they're supposed to do timely and very promptly. And overall, looking at the paperwork, making sure agents are doing what they're supposed to be doing, training them very gradually, uh, providing one-on-one -on -one mentorship to them as well. So if you're if they are stuck in any of the deals, they know where to reach out. And um, I'm pretty very prompt to get back to them uh, in a timely manner. Um, especially they are in the mid middle of the negotiation. I help them out to how to bridge the gap in your offer. How can you be creative, uh, especially in this market um, when it's very much difficult for people to put deals together, then how can you be creative and put deals together? So um, that that's basically my role uh, on a brokerage level. Yeah, I like that. I think it's important because I know as us as realtors, sometimes having someone else a glance at your deal it's just supportive mm, and helpful because so yeah. you like, yeah. I know when I stare at something for a bit, I'm like, I need another eyes. I, mm -hmm. you know, I've stared at it long enough. Maybe this word doesn't sound right. So I think that's really valuable. I like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And yeah. if you do it over and over again, um, deal after deal, sometimes you just, you get too confident yeah. and you miss something I've done it before. Um, so it's good to have that support. Like Jess said. Yeah. 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 yeah that is for sure. And, uh, yeah, when you do things over and over again, definitely you get a hang of it. But at the same time, every deal is different, right? Um, some You might have very smooth transaction and sometimes one deal will teach you lesson for the life, right? Um, so yeah, having that support and not necessarily we, we know everything, even though we should know everything, we are still learning on a brokerage level. A lot of things are changing, um, even on a RICO base guidelines are changing we have new rules to follow uh, so updating yourself constantly is very much important uh, walking with the market and at the same time educating agent to walk with the market um, so that way they follow the compliance you know at the end of the day mm -hmm. what would some advice be to someone looking to get into the broker of record position um, I would say for a broker of record uh, position, uh, it's way above and beyond than just buying and selling. Um, you you must focus and what I learned, we all learn from our own mistake and you know struggles, obviously. So what I learned over a period of time is opening a brokerage, obviously it's a bigger step that you're taking taking ahead, but having your foundation clear is very much important. So make sure you have a very good team support. Your admin is fully trained. You are there to learn every single day, uh, keeping yourself aware of the market changing situation. And then having the support of accounting. Accounting is very important too on a brokerage level. Um, and then marketing, those things are very much important. So if you, first of all, you have to form a good team uh, who can go along your way, uh, but at the same time, you don't need to be dependent on anybody. So if you have a change in the staff, you know, you need to train somebody new, then you should know all of these things. So on the brokerage level, broker of record level, um, obviously you're not wearing all the hats. You should know where you should give your hats to. 
uh, but at the same time, you're not giving the liberty to, to them because at the end of the day, if anything goes wrong, you are liable, you are accountable. You know, it, it's you taking things ahead. So being that, like being very much mindful on that leadership role, at the same time, management role is it's very much important and having a good structure in place. Nowadays, everything is online. You know, there are a lot of platforms out there we can do where you can save your uh, paperwork, cloud-based. Uh, Cost-cutting is very much important um, because on a brokerage level, we do see a lot of small brokerages, they open and they shut down even in less than a year, you know, because they know the real estate business, but they don't know the management side of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. and they go hand on hand. Right. So you uh, so when you are being a broker of record, you're taking another step ahead, um, being constantly, you know, communicating with your team, making sure your team is doing what they're supposed to do, providing a support to them, uh, being out there for them. Uh, there is a lot more. Right. And again, it's up to you how you want to do it. Right. Uh, the liberty in real estate is the business is very big. You know, there is enough cake for everybody. It's up to you how you want to digest um, and how much you want to digest, right? So some people open their brokerage and be broker of record and they don't want to grow big on a broker of record side. They don't want to hire too many agents, but they want to, they are doing it more for the cost cutting. They don't want to, you know, give a split to other brokerage right. and they have their own support, right? They have their own admin assistant. They are doing everything. And in terms of marketing, they outsource and, and they are good. And there, there is literally nothing wrong with it. But if you want to grow bigger uh, and if you want to leverage, like I told you, then you first need to focus on your own system. You should know what you're offering. You should be confident on what you're bringing on table. And at the same time, you should be okay to run your own. Even if you're, you're the only one sitting on the table, that's okay. Um, there is nothing wrong in it as long as you know what you're, you're doing you know and uh, a lot of people also on a broker of record a lot of people just focus on the management and leadership role and then they stop practicing real estate you know we, we do hear that a lot too mm -hmm. um uh, and, and again there is nothing wrong in it too um what i personally feel that when you're practicing real estate in day-to-day -day life there is a lot you're learning. We are learning a lot from your client. You're learning a lot from a different deal, right? Um, you're, you're constantly building business relationship with the mortgage agent, property manager, lawyers, and, you know, a home inspector, like everybody that could be part of the transaction. So being an active agent uh, really helps you um, if you're a broker of record and, and a very active agent, that actually really helps you to bring all of those skills together on a brokerage level, especially when you want to grow your brokerage. Yeah, I agree because I always feel it's valuable when you know your broker of record is trading. And one often question I ask people when they're interviewing brokerages is I'll say, when you ask your question about the broker record, ask how many deals have they done in what period of time? Mm -hmm. And are they still actively mm -hmm. trading? Because as you said, like, how would someone really, truly understand how to navigate Tressa if you're not selling? Right. How could you coach someone to look at a deal and understand what we can or couldn't do? So I think that's super important for what Tina just said. Yeah. So, yeah. So as we wrap up, Tina, can you uh, tell us where people can find you? 
Oh, I'm out there on social media everywhere. Um, I believe a lot in marketing. So people can find me on Instagram and Facebook. Or they can just search Kinaki Realtor and they can find me. I'm on TikTok as well with the same name. Um, they can also find me on YouTube with some of my videos of marketing. You can search Tina Kotari on YouTube and you can find me or you can even find uh, shrinedrealty.ca or Shrine Realty Facebook and Instagram page. And it's very easy to find me. I'm out there. Awesome. Perfect. Thank you, Tina, for joining us and sharing your story. We appreciate you coming on. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me over. Thanks for listening to The Vault. You can find us on Instagram at The Vault Podcast and on all podcast platforms. See you next episode.